What's up, guys? It's episode 341. Welcome back to the show. I need to decide before I get into this engagement story episode whether or not I'm gonna wear these glasses or not I know this is like Jacqueline just start the episode but um I hate my makeup I hate my eye makeup I went too heavy and I hate how it looks without the glasses and these are kind of like a push 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 up bra for my fucking face (laughs) they're literally not even real they don't even have lenses but I don't know what to do I mean I can't ask for your feedback because this isn't live but I think we're going to do glasses for the engagement episode. Here we go. Okay. So hi, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the show. It's been a while. Um, This is obviously a very exciting episode. I can't wait to tell you my engagement story and answer all of your questions. So thank you for being here. Thanks for hanging out. Um, Please hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening right now. I'm on Apple, Spotify, uh google podcast stitcher break or wherever you listen to podcasts make sure to hit that uh, hit that subscribe button (laughs) so you never miss an episode holy shit and breaking news okay breaking news patreon is gonna actually be worth the money now okay patreon.com slash tjms is actually gonna be worth (laughs) your five dollars a month okay Corey and I are making couple vlogs exclusively for Patreon. We already started recording and yeah. So if you want to watch the behind the scenes of our lives, um, we're going to post a lot of different videos on there. There's also going to be bonus episodes. Um, we're going to do two, uh, extra podcasts a month on Patreon and a vlog. So if you want to subscribe, it's patreon.com slash TJMS. And yeah, that's something to look forward to in June. That's when the first vlog's going to come out again, exclusively on Patreon. It's like I get engaged and I'm like, okay, time to, <laughs> time to get my shit together. No, I'm kidding. There is something about being engaged though. And I didn't expect this where I feel like I need to fucking like, I, I feel like it immediately made me feel grown up and I need to like go harder, do more, be better, like level up. So, um, we literally laid in bed for (laughs) what's today. Today's Memorial day. Happy Memorial day. We laid in bed for like an hour and a half brainstorming content ideas and like a content schedule for Patreon. Like, and I'm like, fuck it. We just need to do this. We need to commit to this. So yeah, it's been fun. We've been vlogging and, um, yeah, check it out. Patreon.com slash TJMS. Uh, the content will start rolling out in June. Can't believe it's already June. Um, I think that's it. Make sure you review the show. If you like this episode, if you want to, um, review the show on Spotify or Apple, that'd be great. Cool. Let's get into it. I'm going to answer your questions. I don't want to delay any longer. I'm engaged. Let's talk about it. So I did a Q and a on my Instagram and the number one question I got is how did he propose? Like, what's the story of the engagement? So I'm going to walk you through the trip we took to Catalina Island and 
how it all unfolded. Um, and I'm going to start with our anniversary. So Corey and I met a year ago on May 17th. That's our anniversary um, of the day we met. So earlier that week before he proposed, it's been what, a week now? It happened on Saturday. It's Monday. It's been a week and a couple days. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's a blur. Let me just say, I'll start off by saying that. My life right now feels like a blur. It feels surreal. I feel like I'm tripping. I'm on drugs. Like I can't explain it. And my favorite thing, I'm going to just start off saying this about the ring. My favorite fucking thing ever about being engaged is that I'll be like doing the dishes. I'll be, I don't know, like putting laundry away or just like walking the dogs or something. And I'll forget about the ring. I won't really think about it. And then all of a sudden I'll see it and I'm like, holy fuck. And I just stop and stare. I can't stop looking at it. But it's whenever I like forget about it, I'm just like living. And then I notice it. I'm like, what the fuck? So that's been really fun. Um, anyways, our anniversary anniversary was on like the Tuesday of the week. He proposed. I surprised him with a bedroom full of balloons, rose petals. I blew up. It literally took me all day. And I got lightheaded. Like I forgot to eat breakfast, of course, after my workout. I just went straight to blowing up balloons all day. And uh, he walked home uh, or walked in the door from work. And because he walked home. Anyways, he was surprised by my happy anniversary thing. Okay. Little did I know he was going to propose on Saturday. So, you know, I got him like cupcakes and champagne and we had a little thing there it was great all you know all over the bed I had like um I got got him these matching hoodies for us anyways that was Tuesday and the plan so he told me about a month ago maybe a little longer he goes um marker calendars for the end of May we're going to Catalina Island for our anniversary so I was like oh great I've never been if you're not familiar Catalina Island's this beautiful little like island tucked away off the coast of what is it um Long Beach if you shoot out from Long Beach you hit Catalina Island it's a really cool little like weekend getaway spot kind of looks like you're in I mean it's nothing compared to Italy but I think people they say like the little cove where the boats are and the the houses all kind of tucked into the side of the cliff look kind of like what is it Positano what's that city in Italy I don't know it kind of looks like you're not in it looks like you're in Europe a little bit so um he's like yeah mark your calendars we're going to Catalina for our anniversary I'm like great so I've never been and I remember maybe three years ago or something I heard about Catalina I was like oh this is cool and I looked at Google image pictures and that's it so my plan before the trip was to go in blind before you know I wasn't looking at our hotel I wasn't looking at stuff to do there I wasn't looking at anything so and I didn't really understand that there's a ferry ride where you don't even bring your car so that all kind of happened the day of I realized oh we're not even we're walking everywhere like this is a small place anyways so (laughs) I go in blind I go in completely surprised I told him that I said I don't want to know anything we're doing he goes do you want me to do you want to pick out the restaurants and stuff? And I was like, no. And, um, but here's what happened on the morning we drove to the ferry in Long Beach. Um, we were kind of talking about the trip and he, he goes, you want to be completely surprised. Right. And I was like, yeah, he goes, well, I, I feel like you're going to want to be prepared for this one thing because I know you and you'll thank me that I told you ahead of time. Just trust me. 
And knowing Corey and knowing how he is, he never steers me in the wrong direction. He's always looking out for me. He always, you know, keeps my little, you know, my, my, he keeps my happiness in mind. It doesn't want me to be like miserable. So he goes, tomorrow we're having a photographer follow us around the city and they're going to, he's going to take video of us and, and pictures. Um, and he sold it to me like, Oh, for and I'm like what I was like are you gonna I immediately was like are you proposing to me and he just brushed off he goes he goes no 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 just so cool literally he just brushed off I didn't even think twice I didn't even question it he goes oh you know it's our anniversary I think we should have nice couple pictures together like you know I know you like having nice photos like let's I thought it'd be fun I know you've never done a photo shoot before I literally have never had my pictures professionally taken so he sells it that's it end of end of conversation we pull up to the ferry place we get on the boat we go to Catalina I'm like in awe when we show up it's like Jurassic Park it was foggy the the weather was cloudy the entire time um but yeah you roll up to the island and it starts appearing and um it was sick I don't know if anyone listening's ever been there but um yeah it was it's like the perfect little romantic weekend getaway spot I'm so far away from the proposal why don't I just speed up to that I mean because that's the question the person asked and I have a lot of like wedding questions and um funny questions anyways so we show up we go to our hotel we we show up in the morning literally it's 11 a.m and we go to this little like beach tiki bar place and immediately start drinking margaritas. Next thing we know, we're at that same restaurant for four or five hours, um, continuing to drink margaritas. <laughs> I think we had like a little chicken appetizer thing. And then we went to another bar called the Foxy Hound or no, the Naughty Fox. It's called the Naughty Fox there. We went to a second bar, continue to drink margaritas and it was basically a day drinking Friday when we showed up just talking. We, sp- we spent literally eight hours talking and it's funny. One thing I remember the day before he proposed on that day is I think I said this on the ferry or something. I don't know, but I was telling him how, when I hang out with him, when I'm at the house, when I'm, you know, traveling, whatever, I literally feel like I'm hanging out with myself. It sounds kind of weird to say but it's a guy like whenever he's in the other room it's it's like weird if he's in the bathroom and I'm in the living room it's just like oh I'm in there but it's him but it's we're just so fucking similar it's so comforting or like just being in his presence feels so calming comforting I don't feel like I have to change or do anything different ever or like be be any different than I am and yeah. So I literally was telling him about this, like the day before he proposed. I don't know. I always, we always talk about our relationship and our little like friend, like best friend dynamic and how we are. And, um, anyways, so we show up, there's really nothing to do in Catalina other than like, cause it's, you can't really swim or lay out cause of the, the clouds. Um, we could have zip lined, we could have fucking taken a golf cart around and t- I don't know. We decided to sit at the restaurants, these two different places and drink margaritas until they were like, this is what happened. They kept, he kept ordering them. And it's just, it is what it is. Like I I keep talking about alcohol on this fucking podcast over the last maybe 10 episodes. I've been talking about it. 
it's I'm still in my drinking era. It is what it is. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but we ended up drink. It got to the point where the, we ke- he kept ordering them, and I'm drinking one that's like all the ice is melted. It's like syrupy. I'm still not talking about the engagement. I apologize. Skip ahead. I will get to the story of how he did it. Fuck. Um, it's getting to the point where the fucking the what I'm drinking is like ice is melted lukewarm I'm drinking some sort of syrup they poured into it it's just you know and then there's a fresh one sitting next to it so I'm like halfway done with this lukewarm bullshit and I'm drinking a new one and it's just the cycle continued we ended up talking we brainstormed a business idea okay and it literally we literally wrote up or in our heads we didn't write it down he told me to write it down he did not but it's all it's I still know what we're gonna do we're literally talking about a business plan and anyways so that's the day before he proposed the next day is when the photo shoot was you know going down and I woke up and we're hung over shit we go get some pancakes at this place called the pancake cottage um I think I got like a breakfast sandwich he got some huevos huevos rancheros he said that's his favorite breakfast and I looked at it and looked like shit like actual shit and I was like what's with this beans and like tortilla on like the eggs I don't know it was not it didn't look good on the plate probably tasted good but um, we got blueberry pancakes. I got a breakfast sandwich, coffee. This whole time, this is what's a, such a mind fuck. This whole time he knows he's going to propose to me that day. So that's my favorite thing to think about is this whole time. Like we're on the ferry going over there. When we're in the car. When we're this whole week. When I did the, when he walked in to my balloon extravaganza, I should insert a picture. Like I went fucking hard with the balloons. It looks like, it, it kind of looked like a high school, um, like homecoming um you know how guys ask girls to homecoming and shit that's kind of what I did to him for our anniversary like it was pretty like middle school high school level decor but just thinking about how he walked into that totally surprised his eyes because he didn't I didn't tell him you know any hints about our anniversary anything I was gonna do like I kind of played it off like I'm not gonna do shit you know I was like oh are we gonna, gonna go to dinner or whatever and um so then the, that week, like when he walked in that, he knows like, oh, on Saturday, I'm going to propose to her. And like, look at this nice thing she did for me. Like, oh my God, my life is perfect. I have the best girlfriend, future fiance ever. Like, I don't know. I just get all giddy thinking about how we both surprise each other in the same week like that. Cool. Right. So we're eating pancakes. We're drinking coffee. We're hungover. Shit. I know that. And, and also I'm puffy. Okay. I'm puffy. And I know I got this photo shoot to <laughs> look cute for and I'm not excited at the fact that I'm puffy. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go home after these pancakes. I'm going to take a cold shower. Am I talking too fast? I'm going to take a cold shower and I'm going to snatch my face and my hair and we're going to do this photo shoot. Well, uh, this is not an important detail, but I'm going to tell you anyways. The shower wouldn't get cold enough and I was kind of pissed and I couldn't find ice for my to ice my face. So um, we just went in. We went in with the, the contour as hard as possible. <laughs> I mean, I, the pictures are on my Instagram, I, I looked fine. They all turned out. Okay. It's fine. But I was kind of like, ah, oh, shit. I wish I could have saunaed or something. Cause you know, when you, you drink, you day drink all day or drink at night, whatever you wake up the next day, you're all puffy. It's like, fuck, you know, just wish I could have saunaed a little bit, but, um, yeah. So the funny story is we're still not at the engagement part, but what, you know, this is very on brand of me, uh, giving you all the details 
that you don't want before the details you do want because I'm a storyteller and this is what I fucking do. I got to set you up for this proposal. Okay. This whole pre-proposal story is important to understand, you know, okay, how special the proposal was. So I got this outfit about a week or two before. He actually picked it out for me. It's this place here in San Diego called Bobby Rocco. And his mom got me a gift card for Christmas to Bobby Rocco. We always joke about it. And I haven't used it. But like a week before he proposed, we waltz in there. He's like, Jacqueline, let's buy you an outfit for Catalina. Like, come on. Like, there's cute stuff here. This is perfect. Like, he's kind of pushing this on me. So I walk out of the dressing room in this like green two-piece set. It's like this floral print, like green crop top tie back thing. And he's kind of like flowy pants. And I walk out and he just gasped. He's like, holy shit. And I just knew like, okay, I'm getting this outfit for Catalina. That's what I wore to the photo shoot. And the detail that's very key. I wish I had it next to me here. Let me see if I can reach for it. Um, well, fuck it, whatever. The detail that's key for you to know is that I did not have my nails painted. My nails look like I just got done doing construction on a fucking doghouse or some shit in the backyard. I don't know. That's the only thing I could come up with in my head. Like that's not that hardcore construction on like a high rise in the city. Fucking my cuticles are fucked. My nails look like they're cr- crusty, crackly, like dirt under them. Like it was, I was not, my nails look so bad. And 10 minutes before we leave to the photo shoot, I grab my little wet and wild, fast drying red nail polish I look at Corey and I go, do you think I should paint my nails? Like, it's like, they look really bad. Do you think it'll look better if they're just like natural? Cause it's my outfit's green, but this is red. Like, I don't want it to look like Christmas. I think this might clash. He's like, he's like, cause he looked at my toes and my toes were red and he goes, oh no, you should do it. It'll match your toes. Literally this man, Corey could tell me anything. And I'm like, yes, that makes sense. You're, you're right. That's a good point. He never, the thing he always tells me, and it's so true. He, it's, it's almost like annoying. Like, not that I'm marrying a perfect person, but I, fu- I kind of fucking am like, he's just, he's just with it. He gets it. He makes sense. He's logical, rational. He really keeps me like going in the right direction. So he's like, Jacqueline, yeah, we, we have time, like no rush. Um, uh, it'll match your toes. So I'm sitting there like for 10 minutes painting my nails. Thank God. Okay. Because if I, if you saw my before nails, fuck, like if he was taking, if this photographer was taking pictures of my ring and everything like he eventually did with my crusty ass nails, I would have been pissed. And anyways, so that's the last thing I did and getting to the proposal story. Stay with me. We walk out of our hotel room down into the lobby. This guy approaches us. His name was Andrew and he's our photographer shakes our hand he's like okay like you know he's kind of like walking me through like okay this is where we're gonna go this is what we're gonna do um and uh, yeah he starts taking video of us walking to the city holding hands like he takes us up this ridge really slowly like the whole point this is what I didn't know is that Corey wanted to propose at a high place looking at the water you know overlooking all the boats that were in the marina there so um I also have a bad leg. <laughs> this is just a fun detail. Like I popped a hamstring. I like ruptured something in my hamstring about a month ago. I think I talked about it on my last episode. So I'm waddling. Okay. I'm not in the best shape for walking up this hill in heels. 
And um, I was a trooper. I made it happen. I was like, I want these photos to look sick. I don't care. I'll go to the highest peak. Fuck. I don't, you know, I'm in. I'm in. Okay. Like this is, I'm a supermodel today. This is what we're doing. <laughs> so like, fuck it. So I also got, I got the worst blisters after all of this, by the way. Holy shit. I'm still scarred from them. So we, you know, waltz up this ridge and you could probably picture where this is going, but there's some fun little stories to tell along the way going up this ridge and he's stopping us he's posing us where you know like it's a lot of like me like leaning on Corey, looking at him smiling like pretending to have fun even though we weren't <laughs> even though we were sweaty and um i feel bad so Corey, this is what was weird okay and i wasn't thinking this before he left the hotel room so i had a purse and I had like a brush in it, a little brush. I had powder for my face. Um, I think, yeah, just like a couple little things to touch myself up if I needed. And then I had this long like black peacoat thing um, just to cut, you know, to wear over it. And Corey brought his big tactical black backpack. And I'm thinking, okay, Corey's in his outfit. You know, now I'm looking at this like, what the fuck was in there? Why did he need his whole backpack? Like, but then he told me, this is what he's, he's so smart and he sells everything to me. We have this Polaroid camera. So Corey goes, oh, he's like, I'm going to bring the Polaroid camera. I'm going to throw out my backpack. I was like, cool, done. Didn't even think twice. The whole time the fucking rings in the backpack. All right. Um, <laughs> so, um, I feel like I need to make this pod. I want to make this long, but I literally kicked him out of the house state where we went to the gym. I'm like, okay, after the gym, I need a podcast. And he's like, okay, when you're done with your hair and makeup, I'll leave. And I was like, he's like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, he's like, where should I go? What should I do? Because uh, it's Memorial Day. It's like, you know, he, he's not working or anything. And uh, I go, I was like, Corey, you should go buy me something and surprise me. He's like, <laughs> he's like, it's on your hand, Jacqueline. It's on your hand. <laughs> it was funny. Um so I don't know where he's at right now. I think he might be at a golf store or like maybe he's shopping somewhere for a, a, like a Memorial Day, you know, flash sale fucking at a furniture store. Who knows? But yeah, I feel bad. I'm like delaying this. I'm literally on the first question, but this is the this is the most asked question. This is about how did he propose? So this guy's taking photos of us and, and Corey couldn't wear his backpack. This is what I was trying to get to. Corey couldn't wear his backpack in the pictures. I couldn't wear my pea coat. I didn't want to have my purse on me because it didn't really match so this poor photographer has got his video camera his like film camera his other camera Corey's backpack on he looks like a goddamn pack mule or like a yak on fucking Everest going up this hill taking pictures of us yeah he's got my like coat slung over him my purse across his it was just a it was he goes this is part of the job you know this always happens when people bring stuff you know I, I it's fine I'm used to this so I was like okay cool whatever um I just went with that so yeah, the whole time the rings in the fucking backpack and this guy's an engagement wedding photographer, him and Corey knew what was going on the whole time. I'm oblivious. So we get up pretty high now. This is where he proposed. We're at like the top next to this bell tower that kind of like overlooks Catalina Island. And I remember the photographer, there was like barbed wire in the background. He didn't want us to be there. So we like moved a little further and these golf carts kept going by. Cause you have to understand Catalina Island only allows, I think it's like 800 cars on the Island. And then uh, 
the other cars are golf carts like that's it so people are in golf carts everywhere that's how you get around and the funny thing happened where like a caravan of like 20 golf carts went by and we had to wait for them I think they were on like a tour or something and fucking this one guy passes in the golf cart like this group and they go congratulations and they're like clapping for us and a couple people were like congrats congrats and I looked at Corey and I go oh my god that's so funny they think we're engaged and he goes uh like oh that is funny literally five minutes later he proposed to me so um yeah they finally all passed us and the guy or Andrew's taking photos of us and it's like okay this is like people aren't around now we can finally Corey can finally fucking propose or at the at the best spot overlooking the island like this is the moment now this is the part where I literally like blacked out and I only can really remember every detail when I close my eyes and like dream about it because literally that night I spent the entire night not only feeling my ring making sure it was still on my finger like when we went to bed that night I was like constantly making sure it was still in my hand and I kept replaying his proposal to me so thank god this our photographer started doing video so how he how Corey proposed um and one of the questions was were were there any awkward moments during the proposal so that's a good question because I'll get to that um I don't really he, he he wasn't a man of like many words this wasn't like a big speech to me like you know this wasn't a drawn out like profession of his love or anything it was just very short and sweet and it happened so fast I literally blacked out I was like in shock it was so many emotions happening all at once and here's how it happened so Andrew's taking pictures um I think I'm just like leaning on Corey the water's in the background and um Corey goes what did he say um here's what he said he goes I'm like, you know, looking at him, smiling, doing our pictures. And he goes, um, he goes, we're actually here for another reason, Jacqueline. Um, I need to go get something out of my backpack. <laughs> something along those lines. It's like, he broke away from me. He's like, um, he goes, Jacqueline, there's also another reason we're here. And I just froze. I knew immediately. Literally, as soon as he said that, he started walking towards his backpack. He started kind of that's kind of like the awkward part because he's like if I had it in my pocket you would have seen it it would have been obvious like so we had to go like unzip the backpack on the back of the guy our photographer he's like Jacqueline we're actually here for another reason I have to get something in my backpack (laughs) I just fucking love this and he (laughs) he goes into the backpack unzips the box he starts walking towards me and I think he's like Jacqueline um like this past year with you has been the best year of my life you're my best friend I'm in love with you you're amazing blah, blah. he's like I love you so much blah, blah, blah. you're the woman of my dreams all this shit he's like professing then he started talking he goes will you marry me gets down on one knee and pops open the box and I was like yes like I I don't even know what happened I just remember like looking he opened the box I literally like stomach drop heart saying I was just like sh- in shock I was like yes hug kiss this is all in video I'm gonna probably post on my Instagram when the video comes out but um I was just so giddy and happy and he the awkward moment so I have this ring I wish I brought it for the podcast today hold on 
I have this special emerald that I always wear that my aunt gave me and I always wear it on my ring finger. So on during the photo shoot, I had my emerald on and it's kind of like a wedding. It was a wedding ring. So like, it's, I don't know. I, it's like a special ring. I, anyways, so he had to take off my emerald before he put on my engagement ring. <laughs> so it was like taking off one, putting on another. And I think he told me after he's like, yeah, when you were getting ready and I saw, uh, you put the ring on, I was like, damn it. Cause you know, he had to take it off anyways. So he puts the ring on and I, w- I couldn't even, I was like, I thought I'd be a crier. I thought I'd start bawling or something, but I think I was just like, I, I think the word is like, I was just so like shock in shock and just like giddy and like happy. And I think I tried crying, but I was laughing at the same time. Like all of my emotions bubbled up. And I think the my body just like, it was insane because I think what happens is it's such a, it's just, it's such a huge life moment. And then after I go, I was like, Oh my God, can we go do that again? (laughs) I was like, Oh my God, that happened so fast. Like I, I was like, Oh my God, thank you for putting this on video. Like I want, I can't wait to rewatch this over and over and over again. But, um, yeah, that's the only thing about getting engaged is like, or in, the, in my experience, it happens so fast. Like, yes, there is this buildup. We're walking up the mountain. We're taking photos. It's very intimate. It's very cool. It's very romantic. We're looking at this beautiful, you know, ocean and city. And But the proposal itself happened so fast. And, um, yeah, and then we just kept taking pictures. And then I had the ring on. I was doing all the poses, you know. Um, let me get into So that's how we proposed. We had a photographer follow, follow us up a mountain taking quote-unquote anniversary couple pics that's what Corey told me and it turned out to be proposal engagement photos and um Corey had to take it off his backpack but I told him something I want to tell you because I I don't know if any other girls out there have been proposed to get this or agree with it but and when I was replaying it in my sleep that night like I love thinking about this. It's the, okay, this is what I'm getting to. Corey proposing to me is the hottest thing he has ever fucking done. The hottest thing I have ever seen him do in my, in my life. I just, the way, and you know what I, it was the way he walked away from me to get the ring how commanding it was how confident how much he was like yeah bitch I'm making you mine I'm putting this ring on your finger right now and you don't even know it it's like all this shit's happening and I have no clue it's like it was so hot just like the way he went to his it's so so stupid like the way he went to the backpack to get the ring I just love that it's in a backpack like fuck um we laugh about it it's fine it's not like it is it but I think it was like when he goes Jacqueline there's another reason we're here I have to go get something. That was the hottest part. I was like, oh, because I knew, I knew he was going to propose. And I tell them that, I tell them that like every day since we've been engaged, I'm like literally hottest thing you've ever done. I can't wait to watch this on video over and over again. (laughs) And he's all nervous. He's telling me, you know, he's nervous. Um, Someone, I, I, I remember another question. They asked me if Corey practiced proposing before the proposal. (laughs) I think that's what they asked. Yeah. They're like, um oh one question was did he get down on one knee yes um did Corey practice proposing before or did he wing it he said he won he won it and 
I mean, that's totally him. Like, I mean, do guys like prepare a speech or something or like think about what they're going to say? I guess. Um, I feel like it's more from the heart if it's off the cuff and they're just like, you know, but yeah. Okay. I'm going to get into some other questions so I can kind of move things along now that you know the proposal story and how it happened. Um, here's a quick question. What was your favorite part of the proposal? Um, all of it. Like, I don't know. I think the, my favorite part was just Corey proposing to me, like basically what I just said. Um, and just how surprised I was, but something, let me just tell you another part of getting engaged or like the after. So we got engaged. We took the photos. It's like, then what? Okay. My immediate thought is I need to call everyone. I need to tell everyone. I need to like profess this to everyone. Like, oh my God, we're engaged. So I immediately try to call my mom. I FaceTime her. No answer. Um, She gets a text or I text her like, no, she was on a plane on the way to Vegas. So she's like, can't talk. I'm on a plane right now. I was like, okay. Um, This whole time she knows. Okay. She knows what's going on. She's, there's another reason she knows what's going on that I'll get to another surprise. So I FaceTime my mom doesn't work. I'm like, Oh, she's traveling. She's going to Vegas. She's got this convention thing she's doing. I get it. Okay. So then I FaceTime my brother, no answer. Um, and I text him. I was like, Robert FaceTime me back or whatever. Like, you know, I need to tell you something. Um, eventually we talk, but my sister picks up. She's the one we, um, get a hold of first. And I was just like so nonchalant. I'm like laying in the hotel bed and Corey's with me and she goes, Hey, like, how's Catalina? Like, what's up? And she's talking about her day. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, what have you guys been up to? And I'm like, Oh, you know, we've been like, I don't know. We just like day drank all day, had some margaritas. We've been, you know, chilling. And I was like, Corey got me this new ring. (laughs) That's how I told her. (laughs) I was so like dumb. I was like, yeah, Corey got me this new ring. And she's like, are you fucking with, she's like are you fucking with me right now or she, something like that she's like are, she's like are, is this a joke are you is that real she's like Ugh. and then we started talking about it and then she, I told her a story anyway so I told FaceTime my sister later that night I FaceTime my brother brother and his girlfriend knew like when I texted him like Robert just FaceTime me for a couple minutes I have, to, I have to tell you something his girlfriend knew that we're engaged like she just knew based off of me because why else would I say that so um I told him and then I still couldn't get a hold of my mom. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is kind of annoying. Like, she's the one I want to talk to the most right now. So anyways, I forget. We went out to dinner that night. We ended up leaving the next day. This is interesting. So Saturday night, the, the day he proposed, we go out to dinner. Um, and then while we were getting ready for bed, he's like looking at fairy times and he's like, He's like, Jacqueline, I think we need to, I'm going to try to get us on an earlier ferry. Um, I have some stuff to get done when I get home. I just would rather get, get home earlier than later. And I was like, I was not, he had some business stuff he was doing there that, you know, like on the side and I like phone calls and shit. I was like, oh, okay. You know, for sure. Like I'm not itching to stay here. I mean, there's literally like, it's a, it's a weekend thing. Like after a couple days there, there's not a lot more to do. So, and I'm engaged and I'm just like, I'll just like I'm with you. I'll do whatever you want, honey. Okay. So the next morning, so we're all packed 
and everything the night before the next morning I think we woke up at 6 a.m the ferry the earliest ferry left at like 7 30 and we book it and I'm I mean we both get up early I'm hardy I'm like I'm he's like you know I really want to make sure we get this first ferry I was like okay not even thinking twice about it <laughs> I'm like oh he's got a sh- he's got shit to do when he gets home so anyways we book it to the ferry with our luggage through the city and then we get our we change our tickets and he was all nervous he was really really worried and I didn't know at the time why he was really worried that we weren't going to be able to change our ticket to an earlier time and he thought he was he was so like he was Russian he was getting there so quick we were there like an hour before it left and long story short we get the earlier ferry we get on the ferry we head home we get home and the first thing I say when I get out of the car like in the car on the way home I was like I was like okay so because we were gonna go over to his parents house get the dog see the parents talk about being engaged and everything I was like okay before we go to your parents I want to FaceTime my mom and I'm walking outside with Corey <laughs> to the ha- in, to get go into the house and I'm literally saying okay I'm gonna f- FaceTime my mom when we get inside and I'm gonna say hi mom I want to introduce you to someone I have someone new to introduce you to and I was gonna say this is my fiance Corey something fucking cheesy like that literally I say my fiance Corey I keep walking like two steps there's my mom pops out behind the mailbox in San Diego to surprise me he set that up she flew here for the day and I think if you back to the question, what was my favorite part of the proposal? That surprise was pretty special because I was feeling like, oh, fuck, I want to tell my mom. Like, I can't wait to tell her. She knew the whole time, you know, like she's in on this. Of course she, you know, um, so we ended up going over to his parents' house and um, we had like a brunch his mom made and it was amazing. That's how like the rest of the weekend ended. And um, yeah, but when she popped out, I was like, oh. He pulled it off. Every part of the the proposal, the engagement, everything, the whole weekend, he pulled it off flawlessly. He's like, is there anything else you think I should? I'm like, shut the fuck. I'm like, this entire thing was a dream come true. Like, I think, first of all, something I want to tell you about myself. This is like a side story within the podcast is <laughs> probably the most, um, annoying pick me girl thing I do or the most pick me thing about me is that like pick me I don't know if you know what that is at this point I think everyone do we all know what that means being a pick me girl okay I joke about all the time here like how you know I'm I'm a pick me girl and I'm unapologetic about it and look at me I got picked okay I'm fucking engaged all right someone picked me whatever so the most pick me thing about me in my opinion is the fact that you know I've never um, looked at engagement rings in my life. I've never dreamt about my wedding. I have no tr- image in my head about what my wedding dress is going to look like. I never had that dream. I've never known anything. So I think what's been kind of fun about this experience is that every step of the way, it's been brand new to me. I've never, n- like, now I get to dream about it. Now I get to think about it. Now I get to be excited about it. Now, I- but like engagement rings, for example, I didn't know this is a, I didn't know what a cushion cut was. 
now I know everything about engagement rings because I've been like looking I've been seeing people's hands I've been looking things up I've been noticing like because now I have one I I want to kind of know about them so yeah but is that annoying or like is that do because I always hear about like girls dreaming of their wedding day and like their dress and their it's like that's never been me I've just I don't know why I I know I think my sister's a little different we've talked about weddings in the past or like she kind of knows she knows everything about rings I'm like I don't know shit but I just know this thing's fucking sweet um (laughs) that's a tacky question a lot of people asked by the way people want to know insert the question um I guess in this part of the episode the tacky question that and I get it everyone or a handful of people ask is how many carats is your ring how big is the ring what so I told you it's a it's a cushion cut um which means I don't know there's it's a cushion cut with a halo and there's I don't know what the band if there's diamonds on the band which I love. I see a lot of rings now where the band is like gold and it's just one rock or it's just like no diamonds on the band. And I love how it's sparkly from like every side. Anyways, how many characters my ring? Um, <laughs> and I think it's kind of tacky to ask. Like, I don't know anything about rings. So I had to like learn all this after the fact. Um, it's more than three more than three carats less than five okay figure it out I'll show you the ring on camera go to YouTube to watch or Spotify okay depending on how um (laughs) how long I sat in the sauna the ring looks bigger or smaller how much how much water weights out of my body the ring looks the more the skinnier I get the bigger my ring looks bitch I can't wait to shred for the wet okay I was actually joking with Corey I was like that's such a stupid joke. I'm not even gonna talk about it. Like getting fat right now. Anyways. Um, more than three, less than five. There's your answer. What was I talking about? Oh, my mom's uh, surprise showing up. Um, oh, me not having like big dreams about my wedding. So people want to know wedding details. That's another qu- common question. Like, have you thought of your wedding yet? Or like the theme or, you know, where's the wedding? When's the wedding? The big question is when's the wedding? You know, you get engaged. That's the first question you're inundated with is like, when's the wedding? When's the wedding? Now let me just say something about being a newly engaged, uh, woman. Um, and maybe it's my personality. I'm just, I just hate when people ask me shit about the wedding. Like, I get it. Like I understand where people are coming from, but I, what I don't want is I just want to enjoy being engaged. I just want to enjoy this moment. I don't want to, I told Corey this, I said, I, I know people mean well, I know they want to start this process with me and like get things going and start planning. It's like, yes, I've downloaded all the wedding apps. Yes. I've already started thinking about it. I already have the location decided. We've already got some basics down about the wedding, but like I told him, I said, I just really want to chill right now. Just breathe, like take a big deep breath and just enjoy being engaged for like at least a month or so, <laughs> please. Um, and he's not pressuring. No one's pressuring me. It's just like the chatter around people like asking already and mentioning and suggesting. And then like, uh, like it's a, I don't know why it, like, I, 
I just, I would rather come to the people for that. Like if I have a question or if I need advice or if I, I'd rather come to them, but it's just the un, what's it called? The unsolicited advice already. And I'm like, it's been a week since I've been engaged. So that's something I didn't, I wasn't prepared for. And I think a lot of people would relate to that. That just got engaged, but, um, yeah, like when's the what? Oh yeah, the question is like when's the wedding? What are your wedding plans? So like I said, I didn't really have a dream of like oh I want to be in the south of France. With fucking I could never do that anyways. I think first of all, weddings are so god god goddamn expensive for what? Like it's a day. It's not about anyone but you two. Like I want it to be more intimate and small. So as of now, and this is subject to change because. I haven't really started my Pinterest board yet and looked at my, <laughs> I haven't really dreamt up my ideal situation for my wedding yet. I've just kind of gotten suggestions. Um, my current plan is a small intimate ceremony, like not at a church, which I just talked to a nice lady in the sauna this morning she's older she's been married for 45 years we talked about the engagement it was the best little conversation ever she started putting my head at a little catholic wedding and i grew up catholic i been in a lot of catholic churches they're beautiful i think you know that used to be, if i had a dream i think it would be when i was younger i think i always thought oh i'll get married in a church it'll be a catholic wedding but now that all these years have gone by and i don't really go to church anymore like it's not and Corey's it's not really his thing I don't know we're thinking of a small ceremony okay this cut to the chase and then a a sick party like the party the wedding like party is the big kahunga it's it's all about that not the ceremony not the the wedding and all that pomp and circumstance um we'd rather make that small and intimate with just people like we want there (laughs) just like a little group and then um and then his best friend's going to officiate the wedding. We've already decided that. And he's already said yes. So that's great. Um, yeah. So little ceremony, big party, call it a day, fly to Tokyo for the honeymoon. That's what we're thinking. We've talked Tokyo. We've talked Bali. I think it'd be sick to go somewhere that's out of this world different than what we're used to in like Europe or like Mexico, like places we've already been. So somewhere in Asia would be cool Africa I don't know it's just something that's not for our honeymoon I'm talking about our honeymoon um yeah so that's kind of what we talked talked about so far um what else on this question list does that kind of clear up like type of wedding um theme he's mentioned like more of a country vibe wedding like an abandoned barn wedding type vibe and where I come from that's what everybody does in Mount Vernon Washington I feel like all the all the wedding pics around there are like bridesmaids in cowboy boots like barns fucking you know barbed wire and shit around the wine glasses and fucking oh yeah it's like mason jars and like nothing wrong with that I just I don't know like I I want I think I'm gonna be a self you know what I'm gonna be a bridezilla I'm gonna fucking call it now I just know that people are already starting to get under my nerves a little bit about suggesting what I fucking do 
and I got to shut that shit down. I should do like a, this sounds so, here's what it is. This got, now I'm sounding like a B. Okay. When you're proposed to, we've been together for a year. Okay. I knew from Corey said, I'll never forget as like, maybe it was a joke at the time, literally a weekend. He's like, I'm going to marry you. And like, I felt the same way. Like it was a very apparent thing that we're just, we're it bitch. We're, we're in this, we're supposed to be together. We're like twin, whatever they call it. Flame souls. Like, like I said, he's like me, but in a man's body. Like I, I said on my podcast this is like another tangent, but I just remember saying back when I was down and out during the pandemic, <laughs> I was talking about my life. I was talking, talking about how I wanted to live every day because something that has been ingrained in me from a young age from someone like literally someone that came to my classroom in like third grade um and said this something that's been ingrained is don't ask yourself what do you want to be when you grow up they said ask yourself how do you want to live so from a young age I've prioritized lifestyle I've prioritized like what when I wake up what does my day look like where am I what what people are around me what am I doing like what is my lifestyle right Um, and I remember when I was really down and out podcasting during the pandemic, I literally said, I was like, all I want to fucking do for the rest of my life is fuck around, laugh super hard until it like hurts and have fun. Like every single day I want to have a hard belly laugh. I want to have a good time. I want to laugh, laugh, laugh. That's all I like to do. Just, I don't take life seriously. Clearly like, you know, you see me on this podcast, like it's hard for me to take anything seriously. You know, I've been, I, I, I have you know, my past was not, I have a traumatic childhood. Okay. I'm not blaming my child on anything. I'm not saying like, you know, I'm whatever. I, I, I just, I feel like in my life when I look, I'm 28. So when I look backwards, a lot of my life was dark, heavy, depressing, sad. So during the pandemic, I was even, I was in the lowest, my, the lowest point, honestly, uh, in my 20s so far, maybe in my life, like that was a dark place I was in, but I was trying to podcast and get through it. And it actually fucking healed me and worked. I just said, like, I, all I want to do is laugh and have a good time and literally like joke around all day and, and be with, I guess what I was manifesting was Corey, like a joke machine. I want to live with a joke machine that makes me die laughing. Like where your abs hurt at five 30 in the morning, when your Alexa just sent off the alarm and <laughs> you're both like in bed waiting, you know, trying to get up to go to the gym and he's in your ear saying some stupid shit, making you die laughing. Like literally I just put that out there. Right. It's something that I realized like, okay, we have one life. If I could laugh that hard every single day, what a great life that would be. And I fucking have it, you know, and I get to spend the rest of my life with this man. And I mean, it's gotten so bad. He's made me laugh so fucking hard that I've shit myself. Almost shit myself. (laughs) Pissed myself absolutely many times. Shit myself. Sharded. Pretty close. Fuck. Can't believe I'm saying that. But you know what I mean? So I just feel really lucky. I've always talked about that. And I I, I think I decided, I don't know, maybe like two days ago when I knew I was going to record. 
I'm I'm done trying to solve relationship issues in this world and relationship problems and dating. I'm I'm done with the dating advice and all the stuff I've forced down your throat over the last like ten episodes. Like I got on a little fucking soapbox recently here where I'm like, everyone's doing it wrong. Everyone's shooting all these millennial women and men are shooting themselves in the foot. They're being little idiots with how they're approaching dating and whatever. I I said all this shit. And it's just like look. Not saying that I don't care anymore or that it's not important to me. I just realize everyone's on their own journey. And I kind of have this sick feeling that maybe what I'm observing and trying to solve is people that kind of like that lifestyle. I think there's a lot of what's our culture is now very selfish or, you know, young people culture fucking why am I talking about this now and not my engagement story <laughs> my, and the questions yes but we're in a very selfish world now um people don't really give a fuck about like building a family and having a life like that and I just don't think that's I think the highs and lows of dating someone and having all the hot and heavy emotions and like hooking up with a bunch of people and like did I think people like that lifestyle where it's like highs and lows all the time and yeah they're jaded and they're burned and they're hurt and they men they think guys suck and guys think girls suck they can't find a good woman it's like this whole fucking circus out there it's like I think some people just that's where they thrive and that's just going to be their lifestyle and they'll never settle down they'll never figure it out and I can't I don't want to solve that that's just I I think people's heads are just so fucking screwed up now and their priorities are so backwards and like I mean Corey and I talk about it all the time I'm sure we'll podcast about it for the patreon uh patreon.com slash tjms coming next month yeah I just like I, what the fuck am I gonna say I met Corey on hinge we're a hinge success story okay I can't tell you how many people bitch about dating apps and hinge and can't find any good people there or anywhere on dating apps I'm like look I fucking got engaged to someone on it literally like we met on hinge the rest is history like I just yeah so I think some people figure it out some people don't some people get what they or what I've said in the past is people don't even people don't even know what they want and if they say oh I want to get married I want to have a family someday they're not really taking that seriously they're still frolicking around and acting like they're 22 when they're 32 it's like you know what I mean like eh. so done with the advice done with all that soapbox (laughs) shit I've been on recently I'm engaged bitch I gotta go to TJ Maxx and restock my pantry or redo my pantry I got I got bigger by the way I just said that because something about getting a ring on your finger makes you want to get your shit together like for real and be a grown-ass housewife woman who uh <laughs> what the fuck am I saying I'm just on one right now like I I think it just made me feel like first of all so like the ring okay you know how people say oh the ring doesn't change anything like it's not going to change obviously he we're not we're not changing how we treat each other it's not going to change us as a couple like this is just a, a commitment thing this is like a fuck yeah we're doing life together thing like you know we're like fully committed to each other for life that's what this means okay we get that but there is something about i'm 28 i just got engaged my like shit's together in my life for the most part minus my content output which I'm working on now because I <laughs> is that stupid I'm like I got engaged it's time to be a content machine how does that go together I, I don't know I just feel like 
it it's a milestone in life it's a big deal to me I guess I just look at it like I don't know I I went to TJ Matt I'm literally here's what I want to tell you this is what I want to tell you I felt so different walking into TJ Maxx the other day now that I'm engaged and I can't explain it. I think there's something about TJ Maxx that made me in the past feel like, like when I was single, I had my apartment, I'm decorating it. It was like a very like kind of depressing thing. Like I'm buying this tchotchke for me for my little one bedroom apartment with my dog. But now that I'm engaged, I'm like, and I live with Corey. We've been living together for like six months. I'm like, I walked in and I had no plans prior to that week or, you know, I went there to buy bamboo lid, clear glass pantry jars that like all the Kardashians have in their fucking pantries. I think they started it. I don't know. I think Kim started it. I had no intentions of like redoing the pantry here, but like now when I make decisions, when I do things, I'm like, it's for us, bitch. This is for our home. I'm a housewife now. This is for I'm providing a home. Not that I haven't been doing that for the last six months, but now I'm like, I want to step it up. Okay. I'm looking at the, the, uh, d- decor and shit. I'm looking at the throw pillows for the couch. I'm like, should we freshen those up for spring? Like, do we need a new blanket for the bed? Like I'm walking in there now as an engaged woman, just feeling it's like something felt different. Okay. Before TJ Maxx was like, I mean, I've been in a relationship for, it's been a year now with him, but like, I used to live at my own place. It's like you go in there for yourself. It's just kind of, eh, I don't know. It feels gross. It feels like I'm just over, I'm, I'm overspending on bullshit that no one else is going to see but me in my little stupid apartment. But now it's like, fuck, this is for us. I get to redo the pantry. I get to surprise him with new little things. Oh, I surprised him with something new for our toothbrushes in the bathroom. I went to the, I went to the bathroom section and I got this, um, cause I'm sick of looking at cords. Okay. I'm sick of looking at cords. We have these electric toothbrushes. We plug into the bathroom, um, outlet. Jesus, I can't even say what it is. And I'm sick of looking at these charging stations and the cords. So I bought us. I'm like, you know that there's like this guy on TikTok and he's like the main character guy. He like goes into coffee shops. He impersonates like, like when you're on vacation and you bring a book and you go to the pool and he'll like waltz over there with a book and he'll like open the book and he just like, 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 oh my God, everyone's looking at me. Like, you know, I don't know if you've seen this guy. He's hilarious, but I felt that way. I'm like in TJ Maxx, just like really pushing my cart to make sure and always positioning my ring in the center like really making sure everyone's you know hot like sees the bling sees uh she's engaged she's or she's getting married or what she's married I don't know she's not I just felt it made me feel good about myself I can't explain it I'm literally like browsing through the bathroom supply section and I got this little like white uh like vase tiny vase not it's not a vase like toothbrush holder thing and I'm literally thinking I'm like okay this is how this is how um good Corey has it I'm like okay both of our toothbrushes will fit in this now I know this is going to require if we put these tooth if if we put our electric electric toothbrushes in this new container I'm getting I know that 
they can't charge all day. So I'm like, fuck, you know what I'm going to do when Corey's at work? I'm going to charge her fucking toothbrushes. Like every, you know, maybe twice a week. He'll never see the cords. He'll never know that he'll never have to charge his toothbrush. It'll look nice on the counter in the bathroom and all will be well. I'm literally like, this is what goes through my fucking mind. Now, honestly, not, he told me this. He's like, Jacqueline, like not, not a lot is going to, there's not a lot. <laughs> what did it fucking Jacqueline get it out? Cause I was telling him how grown I feel and how like, much, I don't know, like being engaged makes me feel like a grown ass woman for real. And he's like, Jacqueline, you're going to, nothing's going to change. You're already great. You already do amazing things for the home. You already take care of me so well, blah, blah, blah. But something about this now, I'm like, I want to step it up a notch, bitch. I'm going to fucking charge his toothbrush during like, I'm going to redo the pantry. I'm going to fucking get a new blanket for the, like, I just want to like go, go hard with the housewife shit now. Um, it's like all it's my it's my fucking wheelhouse i love it like i i still stand by this my favorite time of day period is you know i work from home Corey works in an office and we'll talk a few times during the day he'll call me and we'll talk about like dinner like what are we doing for dinner and i love cooking dinner here now i am blessed where i live to be close to a market where I can shop for groceries like within walking distance so it's kind of fun because I don't have to like like I I do a big grocery shop like at Costco or like I'll go to Trader Joe's or whatever but then throughout the week if I want to like make something special for us I'll go to the market I'll get the little ingredients and I'll walk back and cook it before he gets home or like so it's ready when he gets home that is my favorite fucking like part of the day is like cleaning up the house I know this is so dumb I know and this is also maybe pick me shit but let me say say this about being a woman okay um maybe call this societal conditioning or what the fuck is it called programming the patriarch conditioning conditioning me or toxic mask I don't know what the fuck um you know Disney call this all the you know, 1950s, be, leave it to Beaver, Joan Cleaver, fucking, what's the other example I could throw? The Brady Bunch. Call this all the shit that I've been exposed to in my life, influencing me. You know, fuck it. Call it my mom. Call it my grandma. Call it my aunts. Call it all the people I've been around my whole life that do the same thing and seem to be, you know, fulfilled in their womanhood and in their lives. What am I saying? But there is something. If, if being taking care of a home as a woman like I I don't know if this resonates I love decorating I love cleaning the house I love I love cooking dinners I love meal prepping making the pantry cute it's very cute now with these new fucking containers and the bamboo lids I can't maybe I'll do a vlog on the patreon I'll do a section about the pantry or that so you can see it um it's like so soul fulfilling and I'm so happy. I feel blessed. I don't know. Like I get to do that and have a man to share my, like the house with and to like, I'm looking for it. Another question. Sorry, I'm not doing the Q and a. Someone asked me like, what are you looking forward to about, um, getting married or like being married? And first of all, like changing my name. I think that's, it's going to be, my last name is going to be Siegel, like the bird spelled differently. Um, like, obviously having kids you know I, I was dreaming literally I have dreams like this morning I don't know like 4 a.m when I usually remember my dreams I'm like sitting next to Corey 
at a soccer game or some shit on the bleachers and we're fucking besties like i mean Corey's, you know we're having the funnest fucking time we're watching our kid play soccer i'm dreaming about this like so i'm looking forward to that i'm looking forward to like doing all this stuff together as parents with our kids and like buying a home decorating it together because we both like interior design we both like we have the same like taste which is nice um and yeah like doing all the just being in the house all day and like taking care of shit and he's off working and I'm you know I just I feel lucky that I I get to do that in this life and like that's what I wanted and I'm you know it's all working out but um I don't know I think everyone and this is what I back to what I said about like getting off my soapbox and um cutting it out with a relationship advice it's like unsolicited like no one's asking Jack I'm like I just feel like I see people conducting themselves in such a jackass way now dating a relationship wise where I'm like I just like it's so like I watch this podcast and this girl's getting interviewed and all of her advice is so toxic and so backwards and I'm like this is just like normal now why are we it's like trendy to be toxic and treatment like I don't know but fucking lost my train of thought I think this is going on too long I've I told Corey 2 p.m I have 30 minutes um but yeah I was talking about oh like what I'm looking forward to about being married anyways um fuck I lost my train of thought but oh this is what I was gonna say whatever what fulfills me might not fulfill you might not fulfill the next person and I think I assume what people want is what I want. And I think I have a problem. I tend to do that too much on here. And I know that that's not how life is. That's not, um, everyone's different. Everyone has a different dream, a different goal. It's when it comes to like their dating and relationship life and their family life and their future life whether that looks like marriage or being single, having kids, not having kids, everyone's different. And I'm, I'm, I shouldn't, um, assume that everyone wants the little fucking 1950s, leave it to beaver fucking fairy tale that I have. <laughs> Cause we are very traditional, very old school, me and Corey. And, um, it works. What I'm, what I am saying, I think I, if you, if you want what I want, I just can't express to you how much it makes me happy and how fulfilling it is to be in the quote-unquote housewife role and do all the traditional housewife shit for a man and with a man I mean we it's a yin yang it's I don't feel like I'm you know exhausted now people say like I watch all these TikToks with like new moms and like parents talking about parenting and moms talking about how you know not only are you the mom but you're also taking care of the house you're also working full-time job it's like women have it so much harder it's like I don't know. It's just, I'll, I'll get there when I get there. Obviously kids, that's going to be a, quite the, um, the adjustment, obviously, you know, taking care of a kid and working and doing everything at the same time that I'm already doing. But, um, I don't know. I just want to embrace it. I want to just go, I don't want it to ever be like, oh, 
I have it harder than my husband. Like, oh, you know, it's because I, I see I'm I literally my algorithm puts shows me like it's funny. Literally over the last year since I met Corey, I've been liking videos that are related to uh, newly married couples, um, moms, babies, like taking care of babies, like all that shit. I've been liking all those videos. So I've been exposed to a lot and I see a lot of like, yeah, complaining about how, you know, I don't know. I, I think looking at me and Corey, it's going to be like a partnership where we're a team. And we, he literally said that yesterday. He gets out of the car. We're taking, we barbecued at his parents' house and, um, that will be on the vlog, by the way, <laughs> patreon.com slash TJMS. Go check it out. It'll be out next month. Um, he literally gets out of the car and he goes, he goes, I love that we're a team. We're such a good team. Like we don't have issues. We just take care of business. We have, that's the other thing in the year I've known him. We've never fought once. I'm not saying that's, I, I, I just can't say how fucking rare, um, what I have seems to be because, because of what I grew up with in my household and the chaos honestly it was a very chaotic household at times I'm not saying all the time um it's kind of been a weird like adjustment to have total peace and no chaos no toxicity no jealousy weird like shady me worrying about what's on his phone like none of that like literally I never have any of those crazy thoughts or anything like it's just it's been weird I I almost told him I was like all right and almost I think I broke down I was just like Corey there's nothing (laughs) he's had a easy I mean compared to me like I think he's had a more like easy life where he doesn't have a lot of trauma and bullshit like I do and um I was like I feel like I have, it's all me. I'm, I'm alone with all the stuff, you know, it's always me. And like, you're just literally fucking perfect. And it's like, sometimes it's annoying because I'm like, there's nothing wrong with you. Like I'm trying to like, there's nothing fucking wrong with you. I don't know if anyone else out there in in a relationship has that kind of dynamic where like your partner has never had a hard, hard. I mean, it's not like Corey has never had anything hard in his life. Of course he has. But if you want to compare, it's just like, yeah maybe you know I don't think I've ever I mean I I don't know what I want to disclose and what I don't want to but I don't think I've ever I've never really gotten into detail about my childhood um I don't think I've ever talked about like my dad and my relationship like I mentioned you know I FaceTime my, my brother my sister and my mom I didn't FaceTime my dad about this engagement um I didn't talk about you know I don't talk about him on this like that's a whole part of my life that I choose or I've chosen so far. This is my third year of podcasting to not get into and get into detail um, about. So, yeah, anyways, did I even finish everyone's questions? I do apologize. I feel like I was getting on a tangent. Um, um, when did you know he was the one and that you would say yes? Let me talk about, you know, maybe I'll end this episode with how we met. Should I do that story? Because that's probably a key story you want to know. I don't know if I've talked about it before. 
I mentioned Hinge. So how did I know he was the one? That's a funny question. Like there wasn't really a moment. I think there were, there were a collection of moments with him where I was like, yeah, I could literally spend the rest of my life with him and this would be the funnest fucking life ever. So, (laughs) um, obviously I, I've been thinking about, we've talked about the future for maybe like the future meaning marriage and like get, I mean, we, I looked at, I'm on his fucking pinch. He's on his Pinterest and there's like engagement rings like popping up. Like his algorithm was showing him engagement. Like, I don't know, a month in. I mean, not that he was planning on proposing that early, but, um, how did I know? It's just like, yeah, a collection of moments. I'm trying to think if there's something specific, like, I don't know how to describe other than you know how people say like, oh, marry your best friend. It's like such a cliche. Marry your best friend. Marry your best friend. It's not like I've known Corey for 10 years. It's not like we've been friends forever. It's not like he's a high school sweetheart, my best friend like that. It's not like we have all this history together. But in the year I've known him, I have, and I mentioned how much humor is important to me and how much laughter is important to me. I have just never felt more safe and comfortable and at ease to be a hundred percent who I am without judgment or changing or anything. It's like, and then when I'm with him, like I said, it's like hanging out with myself. Like he, how did I know he, he was the one it's like personality if you're a man out there, let me tell you something. Get a fucking personality. All right. Get a sense of humor. If you don't have one, fuck. I mean, I, it is so, that's like such a big deal to women or like, I mean, obviously like that's such a, I feel like everyone says that like humor, sense of humor, like making me laugh. Like if you can make a girl laugh, you're, ha- I mean, but his type of humor, his, his brand of humor matches mine so well. And because my brain is so comedically oriented all the fucking time like I said I can't take anything seriously like I'm always everything's like I fuck around have fun all the time and I I, you know in public the grocery store in the car on the way to the gym at the gym like I'm not a serious person neither is he and his brand of humor matches mine and I think that is so fucking important because I came out of a relationship my previous one where I was reprimanded for saying something sexually inappropriate in the grocery store or something like, you know, if I made a comment about someone's ass or whatever, like I'd be reprimanded. I'd be shut down, like cut off. Like, don't say that. It's inappropriate. It's like, that'll fucking never work. Like <laughs> I, you know, I've dated squares and Corey's a circle. Okay. He's like a beautiful trapezoid. I don't know. He's got a lot of v- layers and variety and levels and angles. What am I saying? You know, he's, there's so much depth to his personality he's smart he's talented he's handsome as fuck like he's got all these goddamn great qualities I mean this is just one big gushing lovey-dovey episode isn't it I mean how did I know he's the one honestly like how he treats Louie 
like how he talks to Louis, how he's so sweet and so loving to Jimmy. Like he's so loving. Like I can't, um, his sister has a baby, like a two, two kids now, but when he first held his sister, his nephew, I was like, oh my God, my heart burst. I was like, just the way he is with little babies. Oh my God. He's just, he's a great, uh, yeah. I don't know. There's so many moments. I think, well, when did he say, I love you? It's when I told him I played Halo in middle school. That's when he said he loved me. I said, yeah, I used to play Xbox live in middle school in seventh grade. And I used to play Halo three. and It was my favorite game. And I literally go home from school every day and fucking play against the boys in, in class and kick their ass. So he said, I love you after I told him that because he used to play Halo and he loves, love, love playing Xbox growing up. I don't know. Um, yeah, it was crazy. So when we first met, there were so many moments where, um, we were, we'd figure out like, oh, we like the same things or we have the same opinion about something. And I can't tell you how many times, like the first month of dating where he pointed to the sky and thank God, like I'd say something, he'd like point to the side and be like, thank you, God. Thank you for bringing her to me. Thank you for bringing her to me, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because what's sad. And I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I guess there's, it's a tough dating pool here in San Diego for guys and girls. Sure. But I was doing like bare bones, basic girlfriend shit from day one, or like since we were, you know, a couple and he would like, and I don't know if he's being extra or like, I don't know if he was like overreacting just to be like complimentary of me. Okay. But I would do the most basic bare bone shit. And he made it seem like no woman in his life has ever doted on him or made him feel special or did anything for him or helped him or like, I'm trying to think of an example. I, I don't even know, like maybe one morning if I went to the gym and, you know, he went with his buddy to the gym or whatever, we'd like come home at the same time. I'd show up with coffee for him and it was like, oh my God, it's just like little gestures. Like I would just do them out of the goodness of my heart, but he made it sound like, oh my God, this is like unbelievable. You're, you did like, what's another example? I mean, in the, it was all in the beginning and I was just like damn you've had it rough he's like yeah you know I guess <laughs> we joke about our exes I think what's nice about our relationship was we can it's out in the open we don't have to like conceal and hide like our past we know everything about each other's past but he really painted some funny pictures to me about how like it's like he go yeah you know they're these oh, maybe I shouldn't air this out on my podcast I don't know if they're fucking listening I don't care just he made the girls in this past sound like and I've so we all know I've dated total dickhead cheating assholes okay I've talked about my relationships on here also womanizers uh uh just complete loser idiot men I've 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 been literally like treated like shit by men in my life okay I've had a bad bag of I mean, all these guys, the thing is, is you could probably say this about your exes. It's like you, you like them for a reason. They have great qualities, but there's like a part of them where it's like they're trash human beings. Okay. So same goes for court. He's had that, uh, that experience with women he's dated, but he's like, you know, in Southern California, it's like, you know, where's my handbag? It's been six months. Where's my Louis Vuitton? And it's like, you know, why, you know, you pay the man pr- does 
everything for the girl they're entitled it's like they expect 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 he's like Jacqueline you're just happy to be here you're just grateful for everything you always say thank you it's like oh you're in take you to dinner you still say thank you like just the little things you do I'm so I'm not used to I'm like I'm like oh my god maybe that's what I could be be uh I could educate people about is like how to be a good fucking girlfriend and like just make your man feel appreciated because that is so important like the little things the little things you say to them like but being an entitled snot-nosed brat expecting shit from your man and expecting you to be expecting like like superficial crap like fucking um yeah where's my louis vuitton it's been six months where my louis vuitton shoes were you know get my nail i want my nails i want you to pay for my nails every two weeks and if you like me to have nails you should be paying for it you should be getting my i should be what what else is a girl thing like um we should be you should fly me to this place take me to this restaurant private jets please i don't know all that shit you see on instagram like you know all the flashy lifestyle shit it's like if you expect that it's like you're fucking delusional you're also super replaceable you're not special like that's the thing he was telling me he's like if you treat a man like that it's just you god you're an idiot i just yeah it's a superficial southern california world and i guess he got he got wrapped up with some rotten eggs around here or bad apples sure with great qualities of course i can't shit on i don't want to shit on people out there uh, obviously like i don't even know them but god damn when i hear about his past i'm like fuck crazy fucking stories i'm like yeah just psycho shit i've been so i mean i've done some psycho shit but anyways um i guess that's the podcast but yeah, it just amazes me. What I was getting to is it just amazes me how the basic things I would do for him in the beginning, or even now, he was like in shock about. I'm like, call me a Southern Belle, bitch. Call me a fucking 1950s, like old school, millennial. It works. Okay. It fucking works. It's, it's like the basics of that are, is it's like treating people how you would want to be treated and when a man like Corey, when he provides for me when he takes me to dinner when he takes me traveling like when he does like the least you can do as a girlfriend (laughs) just like thank him be appreciative if you're on a goddamn trip it's fully paid for by your man if you're out to dinner he pays for it and you cop an attitude and you fucking act like you know i'm on this trip we're in tulum where's my handbag like where's my go buy me a watch or like whatever if you're acting entitled like take me on a shopping spree and shit or like if you if you even fucking put up an attitude about dumb shit it's like you're stupid just be a it's like i know that sounds like controlling like just be pleasant that's what men want they just want a pleasant wife they just want a pleasant girlfriend they don't want to they don't want a girl to cop an attitude or put up a fight about anything i'm just saying the content of what you're upset about or like the context is important it's never over like what he's described to me is so superficial and so fucking dumb or girls in his past be like oh yeah well you know i'm just used to this this is how guys tre- have treated me in the past i'm just used to getting taken care of 100 percent. it's like that'll never work you have to be even if you want your man to pay for everything and like you don't want to work and you just want to be doted on all your, you have to there's ways you provide 
it's a partnership it shouldn't be one-sided where the man's doing all the work and you're not doing anything it's like when we travel it's like I'm checking out the hotels I'm checking out the dog sitter I'm putting in that kind of effort you know I'm grocery shopping I'm cleaning the house like when he's gone and like I'm it's not like I just expect him to hire a maid like hire a travel planner like no but again like I don't know why I'm on such a long tangent about this what's fucking crazy to me is how he made it seem like no one has ever done that for like been a it's he's never really had like a partnership before so yeah and I can't really say that about myself either I feel like my relationships compared to this one in the past were very like I don't know what the word is like elementary like stupid like immature like yeah um I've never been with someone where I don't feel like they're one foot in one foot out like that's always been an issue when I've dated guys in the past I always felt like they're just not it's not all in they're still kind of playing the field I guess or they're not really done dating and they don't really want to settle down so my advice to women out there is go 10 years older it worked for me (laughs) 10 years that's our difference and it's great Okay, one more quick browse at your Q&A questions. Um, da-da-da. I think I actually got them all. What are you most looking forward to getting married? Awkward moments, I already answered that. Um, I wrote a little note here on my paper. This is something so stupid. You know how I mentioned how I feel like you know, all special and grown and mature now that I have a ring on my finger. I don't know. Just did something to me in that way. My, I also like, (laughs) I immediately bought. So a few things I bought when I got engaged, I got these sink, um, sink stopper things. So the ring doesn't get lost down the drain. Immediately bought those from Amazon. And then I got a new Apple watch strap because I've been sporting. I think I have it here. Go to YouTube to watch. I've been sporting this like ugly like yeah sporty wrist strap um on my apple watch and I was looking down at my hand and I was like oh god no this is not this isn't gonna work with the ring like this looks like shit so I got this Rolex um it's not a Rolex strap but it literally looks like the I think it I think Corey told me it's called Jubilee this wrist strap it's like a it's made for the apple watch it's like a more classy apple watch strap i mean the apple watch with the ring still kind of looks funny but i'm not gonna stop wearing my apple watch i like live and die with by this thing so um yeah i got a new wrist strap another dumb shit thing i've been doing is shaving i shave my arms as it is okay i've I've been shaving my arms arms since like high school but now i'm like if there's a little tiny hair on my arm i like want them to be bare i want them to be i'm like i just want my hands and my arms to look like perfect so yeah like no arm hair new watch uh wrist strap for my watch also I so when I met Corey at that time like I was just painting my nails or I had bare nails like I wasn't really a nail girl and then he told me he likes fake nails or like long nails and he's like do you ever get your nails and I was like no so for my birthday I think that's when it started he um he like 
had me go get my nails. It's not not like he forced me to do this. I wanted to. I was like, oh, that'd be a nice treat. So I went and got my nails done on my birthday. And then I kept doing fake nails for like six months, like long ones. And honestly, I don't like getting my nails done. I don't like, it's such a, I don't know, like a chore to sit there for so long. And then also they just destroy, like the, the acrylics destroy your nails. I feel like it's a lot of chemicals. I don't know. So another thing I did is I bought a gel manicure kit so I could have nice gel nails um, and do them at home. I know those are also bad chemicals and I know that UV light's not the greatest, but um, yeah, I did like this baby pink um, and so I'm like, I'm all about like my hands and my arms now and my accessories. I'm like, okay, like I think I need maybe another ring on the other hand and then like a new bangle or something. <laughs> so dumb but like it's kind of fun being engaged is fun I'm like I'm I feel like I'm re-inspired by life and just like I just want to be like the best version of myself for my man and for myself really for me um and just elevate you know I just really want to elevate redo the fucking pantry elevate the home elevate my style elevate so um yeah shaving my arms what did I write nails shaving watch band um I think that's it I can't fucking believe I'm engaged like I can it's real now it's been a week I'm used to it but it's such a whirlwind the fact that oh I didn't tell you guys how we met I yeah like we met a year ago and now we're engaged did I should I quickly tell that story whatever we I had a I made a hinge profile the day I broke up with my ex that's an entire episode I've already recorded if you go back I forget what number it is it's called I got cheated on and dumped his ass that's the title that happened I immediately downloaded hinge I set up a date the next day after I dumped him okay I know it's like if you really love love the person I mean you wouldn't jump into a relationship um that quickly right is that what they say okay fucking I don't care what you do when you get broken up with but or break up with someone like I did I get busy okay I go hard in the paint with the dating I was literally just on a dating rampage <laughs> like matching with guys on hinge going on dates like non-stop for like two weeks and at the time I had matched with Corey I remember his profile I remember thinking he was really handsome and everything he had like a golf picture in one of his pictures and um a couple things I did before I met him so my age range at the time and my height range were out of his um they were not in his range or what, what am I saying they didn't they would not find him on hinge so um and maybe location no did I change that to like 20 miles I think I did I had it within one mile of my home because I wanted to be able to like quickly go on dates and not have to drive far so I lowered my height to 6'3 and 6'3 plus. <laughs> if you know anything about me, you know, another maybe fucking, is this a red flag of mine? I don't know. I, not even a red flag. You like what you like, bitch. I like my, all my exes were over 6'4. Okay. Corey's the shortest guy I've dated. He's 6'3. <laughs> so I, before I met Corey or matched with him, I dropped my, uh, height on hinge to six three I changed my distance to like 20 miles because I'm like I'm like okay I'm gonna broaden this and then I changed the age to 
I think the highest I had was 36. I think I turned, changed it to 37 so, or something like I went up a year and we ended up matching. So I had matched with him. I don't remember how the messaging went. If it was right away, maybe it was within a day or two, but he immediately got my number and asked me if I wanted to go golfing. And anyways, there was this delay. Like I was going on dates. I was talking to other guys. He was one of them. He asked me if I wanted to go golfing. And I was like, I was honest. I said, at the time I got a new golf set and I really wanted to go to the driving range and learn how to swing. So, um, I told him, I said, you know, yes, I want to go. Yes. But I'm waiting for my new clubs to get delivered because I had a duplicate or something. I got too into details. Like Jacqueline, he doesn't even know all the details, but I had a duplicate cl- club. I, cause I got this full set. I had to send back and get it recent anyways I wanted to wait to get that in before I went on the date with him he's like oh you know you can use mine or whatever which is true I could have used his but I made him wait and then maybe two weeks went by after that and he goes do you still want to go golf and I said yes and then we went on the date the rest is history on the second date I puked on him on the fifth date I got his car towed I've talked about this on the past episodes (laughs) now we're engaged okay literally fucking crazy um but that's how it happened like I was dating he was single for like six months or so um dating we went golfing um yeah I'll never forget on we went to the driving range and he got my my car got stuck because we went out to dinner and I kept my car parked at the driving driving range place and my car was locked in there and he figured out a way to get it out. I thought that was really hot. And he told me like, just drive over this. You'll be fine. Um, okay. I think I'm going to wrap the episode now. Um, but I want to tell you something that happened when my mom surprised me. She's going to find out about this now because I know she listens to every episode and she'll definitely be listening to this, this one. So you know how I mentioned how I put together this like big balloon display for our anniversary for Corey early, earlier in the week or earlier um Jesus Jacqueline I'm hitting clearly I'm hitting the wall time down the episode the week he proposed it was our anniversary I put together a big balloon display well something I got him for for the anniversary was this photo frame that's like one of those digital ones where you can send pictures to it and it's like a slideshow all day they're really cool well um uh, so for his for our anniversary, he walks into the bedroom and it's like sitting up there on the dresser thing and it's got pictures of us. And, you know, every few pictures, I incorporated a picture of myself um, without a lot on my body. I wasn't wearing anything or, or barely anything at all. OK, use your imagination. Sexy pics on the fucking display for my man for anniversary. <laughs> And the funny story with this fucking photo frame is that I thought, okay, this would be kind of cool. Like have this at your office, whatever. He's like, no, let's just have it here at home. Obviously the pictures, if guests come over, like we'd have to delete them anyways, but we'll get to that. So, um, (laughs) the, during our trip, our house cleaner came here and clean the house and I had taken that photo frame and put it in the living room um and it was on okay and I was like oh fuck 
I'm pretty sure this thing doesn't sleep go to sleep mode and it's always on and I was like googling like on the way home we were like thinking about oh my god she probably saw your tits <laughs> she probably saw your <laughs> naked photos so um I was googling the frame and the specs and I was like making sure it was the right one I was like does this thing automatically turn off or do you manually turn it off or it was like no it sleeps from like 11 p.m till 7 a.m every day and then it turns on all day so this our maid fucking saw everything <laughs> and the story is when my mom came to surprise me here in san diego she flew here for the day i talked already mentioned that story okay so you know that part well she almost got here we have a code for our door so Corey was gonna have her come in the apartment and surprise us okay you see where this is going but the timing happened where she was at the mailbox and hid there. Okay. It was, she showed up when we showed up pretty much at the same time. So she didn't come inside. Thank God. Because when Corey, she's behind me, we come up the elevator, Corey's ahead of me. He knows we're both thinking of this fucking photo frame. Like we're both on the same page about it. And he's like, you know, 10 steps ahead. I'm making sure I'm kind of delaying with my mom talking to her. Like he immediately walks in and I saw it in the corner of my eye. Hits. Okay, just my fucking tits on the screen. I'm like, thank God he walked in and he took it. He slowly just like stretched his arm or whatever and, and like turned it over. And then my mom went into the bathroom and then I ripped the cord out and like threw it in the bedroom. But uh, mom, now you know the story why we were being weird when he walked in. <laughs> and also, I was before recording, it's behind me and I had to like turn it because we still, I don't even know how to delete the pictures. So we're kind of fucked people come over or you know they'll just be in for a fucking if I say if they'd be in for a fucking treat I found I sound so full of shit um who wants I mean it's not anyways um so yeah that's just kind of a funny story about I feel bad for the maid she's like really religious and um yeah I don't know if she's ever seen perfect tits before <laughs> sorry all right that's it thanks for hanging out thanks for listening to my engagement story thanks for asking me all the questions i hope i answered all of them um if not you can always send me a dm um and i'll talk to you there answer your questions there um please once again hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening right now uh so you never miss an episode and review the show review the show uh one through five stars on apple or spotify do me a solid you know I'm engaged five stars please um five stars for just <laughs> uh I don't know having my little life dream come true I I just I've always wanted to get married and have a family someday and find my best friend and do this thing and I just I, it's the word is surreal I just think like it, it once it happens you're like this is, it's exciting. It's like, I, I want all the chapters of life. I don't want to just like do the same thing for my whole life and never build a family and never do, you know, that part. I just, that's such a goal of mine or just something that I can't, I just feel like that's, when you look back at your life, like I want my kids and their kids and grandkids, like I want to be old enough to experience all that. I, I want to have a lot of love and people and family around me. I want big family dinners and vacations and like, I want all that. And so this is like the very beginning of that process where I get to build my life and be with my best friend and do this thing together. So 
it's so surreal sorry back to my call to action for you uh review the show okay (laughs) please and uh for bonus content for an extra two episodes a month and a vlog behind the scenes of Corey and my and my life our life what am i saying patreon.com slash tjms uh patreon.com slash tjms content's coming next month um which is literally in a few days which is crazy um once again patreon.com slash tjms five dollars a month for two extra podcasts and one vlog so pretty good deal if you ask me i mean i'm I'm, jesus jacqueline don't be a tacky saleswoman right now I remember when, if you are an OG, if you're an O, 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 G of the podcast. Now I started this back in September, 2020. I used to do shout outs at the end of each episode of my patrons. So I would say their name or something. I remember I like, and I would call people. I used to do phone calls. That was the the perk. The Patreon perk is, but now I'm doing bonus episodes and a vlog just on Patreon. We're thinking about doing YouTube vlogs, but the podcast is on YouTube and then like this full version. And then you see the behind the scenes on um, Patreon. So got to pay to play if you want to be involved. Um, We're going to do like, Corey's going to be on the podcast, which is going to be fun. That's it. All right. Love you. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being here. Uh, Hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.